0: And welcome to the Easy Allies podcast. I'll be your moderator, Brandon Jones. Joining me this week, panelists Ian Hink, oh hi, and Brad Ellis, hi, and my co-moderator Daniel Bloodworth. You know, hello. co-moderator. Nothing to get yeah. too excited yeah. about.
1: He's just a normal you guy. You want to fight about it? Yeah.
0: <laughs> Distinguished guests, we are here to do some love and respect, baby. wee there's no corrections because no nobody's corrections, had time to correct us. No bad we, we won't
1: know until next year what we got wrong. No, <laughs> no
0: nothing. Yeah, can we, we? Corrections from the Love and Respect episode. There's got to be at least a couple. I don't remember those. Don't give them ideas.
1: We'll, we'll make sure of it.
0: Uh, they can have whatever ideas they want, and I can ignore them if I feel like it. This is a special love and respect episode of the Easy Allies Podcast. This was recorded last week. You are seeing it this week. Actually, uh, you know, Merry Christmas, to everybody! That is, uh, yeah. uh, for early access members that is watching this on December twenty fifth. For everyone else, Happy Holidays and Happy New Year coming up. Um, but we recorded this last week, so there's no news. There's no request, There's no uh, corrections. There's no bets. There will be a silver lining, though, right at the top here, from Francisco. Sebastian Bernard, one of the former lead devs on the game Dead Cells, has been building LDTK, the level design toolkit, all by himself for the past several months. He's been looking to make the process of making 2D games significantly easier and more accessible to everyone by making game creation almost as easy as using MS Paint. His project has been in beta, but is getting really close to a full release. Moreover, it's all completely free. Who knows if this will lead to someone accomplishing their dreams or making a future great game. But it's always cool to see the process of making video games more accessible to everyone. Cool. Thank you, Dude, this Go looks for that. sick. Boom. Nice. Ian's checking it out right now. Yeah.
1: I'm, I'm stoked about this. You know, sound wow. Neat?
0: Yeah. that's a silver lining there. <laughs> Ian. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, this looks really cool. Get
0: to work. Okay.
1: I love stuff like this.
0: Get off your ass. So yeah, we're being games, lazy. Okay? Ian.
1: You don't have to tell me, man. I I wanted to have an album done by now. Like everything's falling apart, Jos.
0: What? I, you, haven't you written more music for Easy Update than like The Doors wrote?
1: <laughs> I I definitely of, wrote more than eighty songs. Yeah, that's for Easy Update. I don't
0: know if that's more than The Doors. They were only around for like three and a half years, so. Um, that silver lining was at our $5 and above tier. And uh, along with the rest of all of this love and respect stuff, this are our these are $5 tier on Patreon. We have a lot of submissions. I'm going to try to get through as many of them as possible. We never get through all the love and respect submissions that people give us. I'm sure people were saving them for this. Uh, I have put a lot in this doc. I will stop talking about it so we can get to them, but just want to let people know. If we don't get to yours, it is not because we don't love and respect you, and we definitely appreciate your support on Patreon. Let's do it.
2: Love, Love and respect.
0: respect. Next Gen Hef's going to kick us off. Love and respect. 2020 update. Which comes first? Hi, guys. Close to a year ago, I had Kyle mm-hmm. ask you. Ki- Kyle. Oh, what, Kyle. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bossman. Oh. Uh, oh. Which comes first? Let's look back at what I asked, what you guys picked, and how did you guys do? Feel free to reward points. Bleh. Kudos or warhogs. Bleh. To those who guessed correctly. Number one. Which comes first? A game announcement from WB Montreal or Rocksteady? Uh, Jones and Brad picked WB Montreal, and Damiani picked Rocksteady. Wow! Uh, yeah. While well, a tease for Rocksteady's game came a few days before, WB Montreal got their first dibs on the announcement the day of. Um,
3: it they really happened the same day, though. Yeah. The, I mean, right? the, yeah.
0: technically, when they so. a name a for- game announcement, I mean, like, but not technically announce it, but WB Montreal was just you know teasing that forever. Forever. Right. Rocksteady really, really didn't say anything. Um, some people thought it was Justice League. Superman did turn out to be in that. Number two, which comes first? A game reveal of Final Fantasy VII Remake Part II, Final Fantasy XVI, or a new Kingdom Hearts? Wow. We all picked Final Fantasy VII Remake Part II. We were all wrong because a new Kingdom Hearts game was announced and released in that time. And we got a gameplay trailer of Final Fantasy XVI. Still no word yet on Remake Part Two, or even if it's called that. <laughs> yeah, what will that thing be called? Know. It'll be
1: called, like, Requiem of <laughs> Dissonance or something.
0: This is a tricky one. Which one comes first, a game reveal of the next Witcher or Half-Life 3? This is tricky? Is that Half-Life 3, but we did get another Half-Life. And oh, we are currently dealing yeah. with it a severely... We didn't get either one. Yeah. Panel, pick the next know. Witcher. This one's still undecided. Uh, number four, which comes first, a new Shin Megami Tensei 5 trailer or a Persona 6 reveal? Oh.
3: Well, yeah, SMT that smt 5 yeah.
0: yeah, Panel did not take the bait and picked the SMT5 trailer. I was surprised that we did not only get a new SMT5 trailer, but also a release date. Yeah. Um, number five, which comes first, a Nintendo Switch successor or a PS5 or Xbox Series X Slim? Damiani picked the Slim versions. Um, I would this not f- get... Not happening this year. Yeah. 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 I don't think we, th- yeah. maybe the rest of us didn't say that was ever going to happen. I would not consider the Series S the Series X slim version. It is not. It is not exactly nope. capable nope. of the same performance as the Series X. So we're still waiting on those, but rumors point to a new Switch next year. We will see. Number six, which comes yes, they first? They did last year. <laughs> they they did, did the year before. <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. Uh, which comes first? A perfect 10 from Easy Allies or a Sonic, uh, for a Sonic game or a sports game? Uh, the panel Neither. picked Blood to give a racing game, which according to the game awards is in the same categories as sports games, attend first. Oh. Uh, the only 10 throughout last year did not come from Mr. I'll Do 10's Brandon Jones, which is 100% excusable due to having a kid and moving during a pandemic. Still looking forward to 2021. For me to drop a 10, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah. Look at what do you
2: were like, what? <laughs>
0: like you were you too busy to get something like a head. 10? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, that's the thing. I'm, I'm Mr. I'll Do 10's Brandon Jones. But for Mr. Ben Moore for Half Life Alex, and the closest to sports game got to a 10 last year also came from Ben, a 9 for Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Uh, mm. And we are still waiting for a new Sonic game. Number seven, which comes first? Joker news ends or Kyle gets a new nickname? Uh, Panel picked Joker news to end, panel was correct, Joker news did end first, still waiting on the Joker fan resurgence with Joker 2. All jokes aside, thank you guys for reading this, hope you have some happy holidays, love and respect, next gen half. From Ian Alexander, hello allies, what's your favorite thing to do in games, and which game does that the best? for me it's making decisions this year i found that crusader mm. kings 3 is basically the ultimate decisions game all you do is make decisions it's not my favorite game but it does my favorite activity really well
1: this That's
0: is true. a tricky wow. one for me
1: i mean i had time to think about using this using the I still... blades of mercy oh, stop <laughs> in
0: <Bloodborne>. stop <laughs> very specific thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> which you know as good as sekiro is it, i was surprised yeah i went in there no blades of mercy no no? Oh, no, they added it.
3: No, beasts. decisions is definitely. <laughs> did they, they really? No, um. <laughs> no, they did
0: not. You gotta be one damn weapon in that game. <laughs> I'll believe any Souls news that comes out of your mouth, right
3: I, I, I'd have to probably say like alternate paths slash sh- shortcuts kind of thing, you know. Mm. I, um, and and I've you know enjoyed a couple of times where I've come across that in Cyberpunk. um you know, I think it's very much a Deus Ex thing. I think Deus Ex Mankind Divided still, you know, when I had been through some of those levels, like, several times, and then find out, like, oh, there's, like, an area above all of this, too? <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's probably the best in terms of giving you a lot of different options and going to the same area.
2: I got three things that come to my brain that I love in games. Shortcuts, stealth kills... Job systems.
4: Hmm.
1: Job systems are so good. I I mean I guess I just like immediacy. So stuff like Souls are uh, really good at that. But yeah. Uh,
3: mine is most what? definitely. Oh no! My phone uh, just like popped up a notification from Twitter saying, "Try following Bloodborne."
1: Whoa!
2: What timing? Yeah. Do it,
3: Blood. Bloodborne's ears were burning.
0: What do you got, Jones? Uh, uh, Mine is definitely just exploring open worlds, which is why I I love love Rockstar so much. It's just why I just love, like, what the heck? What the hell is that over there? Um, Had a great moment in Valhalla where, like, I had to, like, go to a town, and some guy was like, "Ah, I got to go have dinner with people. And he's like, can you follow me for dinner? And it said, like, wait till nighttime to do dinner. And thankfully, you can meditate in Valhalla so I can skip ahead. But I followed the guy, and he went to the town and got Hmm. off his horse and walked over and walked into the building. I was like... I love, love, love that stuff. Could you yeah. then go in and have dinner with him? It's not dinner time. I had, to, I had to meditate. He meditates. And like the, uh. the camera whoo, floats around him. And then mm. They load the world while the cool sound effects happen. From Megan Linnart, With the new year coming and recently getting the update from Telltale that Wolf Among Us 2 is still very much in development. And also they seem to be creating the entire season at once. For mm. me, the excitement couldn't be any higher. Wolf Among Us being one of my favorite games ever made. I'm hoping everything goes well. Where do you guys sit on this currently? Do you guys have any predictions on what the game will look and play like, like, and where Telltale Games will go from here?
1: I realize that Telltale Games uh, are an answer to last week's question of getting through a game that's super buggy. Right. Oh, good point. But Wolf 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 Among Us One I could not finish because on my PS four, three, whatever, probably four. um, Yeah, it didn't run very well. So, yeah. Fair. But I mean, uh, it's cool.
3: Yeah, I don't have experience with the first game, so I'm not really too sure. I mean, I've definitely played some other Telltale games. Uh, really glad to hear that they're, you know, just finishing it first, because mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I think that's really hurt the, you know, episodic games like the Telltale games and Life is Strange, were like, okay. This episode's done, and the next one will come whenever we finish it. Yay. Yeah. I'm like, that's not helpful. <laughs> like, I'm cool with a couple of weeks, but you know, not like this. some of these things will take five months, six months sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's like,
1: Kentucky Road Zero probably has the yeah. record on that one. <laughs> Technically, they're acts,
0: but. Right. I think it was in Polygon's top ten of the year. Ian, it was pretty close. It was pretty Which up one? there Kentucky Route Zero, I think it was like number four or Act three or five? Something. just the whole, yeah, just like
3: the whole oh yeah, I, it was really good yeah. yeah, some dedicated person holding on to that, being like, right. hey stick, put this on the wall we gotta remember, whenever they finish it
0: <laughs> Yeah, have
3: to get the recognition
0: has to get it I didn't finish it either, I'm way behind on my Telltale there were a lot of stuff, uh, lots of stuff that I wanted to check out, but I'd be astonished that they didn't keep the same visual style or just like don't you, yeah, you I think it'll be very familiar. Do funky yeah. stuff. If this game works out well and you're, you're happy you bought the license, then, then, you know, break the rules. But, like, just, just I mean, don't, don't rock the boat, man. <laughs> just get, get that well, game out. Well, they're using and, the
1: new engine, though,
0: right? Because mm-hmm. I hope for their sake they are. Yeah. But even if, like, new, no new gameplay mechanics were introduced or something, if it was just, right. like, a, con- a continuation, if I could just, you know, fans could pick up where they left off and, and keep going with those characters. Um, and uh, hopefully, hopefully all the, the whole cast comes back. Umer Zafar. Hey, allies. What's the coolest you felt playing a video game? I remember during my senior trip in high school at day camp, they had a PS3 with MK9 set up. I had spent 200 hours playing that game, but had since stopped. I got in line just thinking I'd play casually. Well, the person I was going up against said the magic words. Hey, man, watch out. I'm good at this game. (sighs) I picked my main, Scorpion, and said nothing. I perfected him two rounds and followed up with a fatality. He asked for perfect a salty runback. I picked Jade next. One perfect round and a fatality later. I put the controller down and said, I'm pretty good too. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like a badass wow. walking away from an explosion instead of a dork walking away from video games. I wanted to ask, have you ever felt like you just crushed someone or something in a video game and felt cool as hell? Love and respect, Umair Zafar.
4: Oh,
1: I don't know. I mean... I've told this before, but it's been a while when I was in Japan with Chris Wen back in the game trailers days, we were in an arcade in Japan, and uh, Chris Wen uh was gonna play DDR and then this local guy comes up and has like the water bottle the stuff you know uh and and gets on there and they go up to the same mach- machine and they like see each other they kind of like acknowledged each other um. And Chris let the other guy pick the song. Uh, and they both picked, you know, expert, whatever, some hard difficulty. Uh, and Chris just mopped the floor <laughs> with this guy. Uh, and then the guy, as soon as it was done, he just gathered his stuff and left. That's and we were both just like, we were all just like looking at each other man, like, oh my God. That guy's you never going to dance the, again.
0: He, yeah, he thinks about it to this day. This, he goes back man. into that arcade every day and tells the story. You know, he tells...
1: I feel... I felt so bad for that guy. Like, I still
0: feel bad. On the console you're on now. Best (laughs) player I've ever seen. Um, Best player I've ever seen. I, uh... We... (laughs) I've I've, I've told this before, that at Blockbuster, we just, like, took home all the Nintendo 64s when, like, all my friends worked at (laughs) Blockbuster, and so they were like, oh, we rent out the consoles, and, like, sorry, people in my hometown, you were not getting a Nintendo 64 at that time, and... They had it at my my friend mike buddy's house and they were playing a ton i think it was busy and i couldn't get there to check it out and they were playing a ton of super mario uh 64. and i think i like played a little bit of it or i was around while they were playing it but it's just like i was just enjoying a new console i didn't really feel took a long time for me to like get into ocarina of time gold nine stuff but there was like one big night where we were gonna go and play a bunch of new stuff. And I went over and they were like, we're at the end. This is like the end of the game. And they're like, we can't figure it out. You gotta grab Bowser and like swing him and like throw him at something. And they're like, we can't figure out. Like, Jones, can you do this? Beat him. Drop the controller. Walked away. Like, cool. Damn, dude. Cool game, guys. It's like first time I'd ever played Mario 64. First try. Beat Bowser. It's like, nice. Uh, I also, there was one. Uh, Bobby Burns, good old Bobby Burns at Game Trailers. It was when the second trials came out. I think it was the Mm. first trials. Might have been the first trials. But I remember having experience in trials. I think it was the second one. And there was something where there was a ball that was rolling down and you were in the ball. And so you had to like keep, you know, like American Gladiators, not American Gladiators, but you keep having to like do the Thunderdome, like just, you know, ride around. And uh, uh, you had to change your, your pace of that you were racing like with the ball and you had to get past a certain score. And I like walked by, and Bobby Burns like challenged me. He was like, wait, you play a lot of Trials. Try this. And I was like, all right. Did it. And I was on my way to like Shane's office or something, and so I just put the controller down the table and walked away without saying anything. Uh, memories. Anybody else? Brad, you ever feel... You feel like a badass every time you play a game, right? No. I don't I, don't, <laughs> I can't think of anything, really.
1: I mean, just smaller things like... Playing, playing a game that you feel like you're good at. Yeah. Uh like souls games or something. It just feels good without shaming anyone else.
0: <laughs> like finishing a Hitman level without anyone seeing you sure. feels oh, yeah. real yeah. good. I don't I can't, I can't recall actually ever even doing it, but I remember the first Hitman game. I finished a level and like right as I was about to get in the car, it's like they found a body and I was like, "Good for them. See ya." <laughs> I'm out.
1: Good for them.
0: Yeah. First trying to boss. I hope they catch the good. guy who did it.
3: <laughs> yeah, I I I can only think of it's I bet I can't think of a specific instance, but I I just think of stuff like, you know, something like Burnout Paradise or Need for Speed, Most Wanted, the, whatever re- remake, whatever year that was, you know, and just like some of those things where like you can get like a crazy drift and then, fly up into the air and smash a billboard and just like yeah, I I feel like, chaining things together in one way or another, yeah, is is when I feel the coolest.
0: Mm-hmm beating Bloodborne felt pretty cool yeah, I was yeah. Like, oh, wasn't expecting that,
1: Getting I that plat
0: it. did not do that
1: the witness plat felt really oh good. my
3: yeah. gosh that's, <laughs> the the witness plat. Not, that's not so much I feel cool it's just like the <laughs> yeah. sense of release so done yeah it's, glad it's to be done, done. Uh. that
1: challenge room is so hard
0: from Alexander Zirianov hello allies what's the best game you've never played best game you've never played Bah, bah, bah. Mm. mass effect 2 probably but, for me in terms of something feels, that, like i know i want to that's a good one feels like, a trap. like ah.
3: there's so many though
1: yeah i've played all the good ones i've been meaning
3: know? to like yeah go back and try one of the boulders gates at some point the original yeah. fallouts i haven't played I was uh, thinking of New Vegas. Yeah. I haven't oh, played
1: yeah.
3: That. You've
2: never played New Vegas? It's pretty
1: good. You just have to go through life like I do, where you believe yourself to be the arbiter of good. Uh, and so things are, can't be judged good until I've played them. Ah, uh, you know? okay. And, and
3: <laughs> um, determined it. I've never really played that much of that Paper Mario 1000 Year Door. <laughs> oh, yeah. Player. I never Me played
2: that dude. I never played Great that. Great
3: point, bud. We got <laughs> the
0: same that holes might be in our the one. catalog. Yeah. Oh, everybody that does. That might be the one. I got holes in my 2020 catalog. Uh,
3: that vagrant story, yeah. There's a lot. Uh, wait, you haven't great. played Vagrant Story? Not no, I mean it's I didn't have a PlayStation until several years oh, later, so man. Like, I was just catching up on stuff. Like I need Final to revisit that game. Yeah.
1: Oh, I haven't played any pre-Twilight Princess Zeldas <laughs> except for Link to the Past, kinda. Oh so
0: yeah, you gotta <laughs> get to work, dude. That's a like, bunch for me. There's yeah. just no way Vagrant Story is ever going to be remade or ported or. Anything. I like, like that it. game, man. Seems like, like it. It's such a bummer. A it's just one of those games. Um, yeah. And it was right in the middle of a retro, and I was like, this is the worst time for me to fall in love with a game. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I've never not had time to play games as much as retro time. From James Davy, which game has the best nightlife? And do you think Ubisoft open-world video games run together thanks to bland characterizations in many of their games, as well as maps being littered with markers, and they contain more chore-like and dull missions than other non-Ubisoft games containing open-world mechanics?
1: Is that the same question?
0: Wait, what? Yeah, questions? I heard nightlife.
2: Then You were just talking about Ubisoft mechanics. I- James
0: Davies having some problems with Checked Ubisoft out. games right now. Mm. Yeah. We can get to that That's in a second. nightlife. Just, you know, open. I'm bad open world games or games that move the time of day. Um, I mean, I mean it, Cyberpunk looks great at night. That's yeah. kind of vibe. Uh,
1: it, there are so many good moments in OG Final Fantasy VII. Like, Golden Saucer, I guess, kind of counts. It's like a casino, so mm-hmm. it's always nighttime um yeah but the like market chapter whatever it was in the remake the where you cross dress (laughs) night work oh yeah 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 that part is great
0: yeah that's good
1: in in both versions
0: shout out to red dead going into a town at Mm -hmm. night just the way that all that stuff lights up sandini because they they do sand they just do darkness really well even like valhalla now when it's nighttime it's like yay everything's blue yeah. So I just like when games. Yeah, a lot it's of like, games. It's like day for no, it's night. It's night, like What are you it's doing? Dark. Yeah. Nobody, nobody does Darma. good day for Darkest night anymore. game ever.
1: Dark is Dark about So dark. So
0: dark. Too dark. So dark. <laughs> you know.
1: Far too dark. Far too dark.
0: <laughs> Can't see anything. Um. I remember Riddick was the uh, first like super dark game I ever played mm. where it was just black. Dark Souls Two. Like, the screen was just nothing on it.
1: Dark Souls Two has a cool some some decent dark mechanics in it
3: trying to think they say night life yeah new vegas has you at night yeah
1: new vegas had some cool stuff
3: i remember that Goldeneye remake having like a club in it that was kind of cool scene but
2: oh like hitman has a lot of cool like club stuff
3: Mm -hmm. yeah good casinos Mm -hmm. true crime
0: oh like the og the the la true crime
3: yeah oh, they true had crime true rules. crime streets of la and then true crime uh new york yeah is it streets cool. of new york still something like that yeah
0: true crime streets of la Oh, is still... sleeping
3: dogs maybe yeah oh. uh
0: true crime streets of uh la is still ian one of the most like brutally honest la maps like like almost to like a boring extent where you're like on the 10 freeway and you're like enough <laughs> like i get, I get <laughs> it <laughs> like um but uh and uh uh spider-man especially you know uh um, Miles Morales with the snow and everything, like mm. and all the all the Christmas mm. lights that are out, and it doesn't do natural time of day. So once you like get it, oh, once you get dude. into a nighttime phase, and after you beat the game, you can just tell it to be nighttime. I
2: don't way. know. I didn't think of this. Yakuza games have like the oh, craziest yeah. Sure, nightlife.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: That's a, that's the winner. There you that's go. The obvious winner. We'll end on that. We found it.
0: Yeah. From Harrison Holt McHale, hey Elias, over on the EZA forums, we've been talking about our favorite games that didn't come out in 2020, but that we played for the first time. For me, one of my favorites was Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. It occurred to me that my favorite thing about that game was its movie night vibe. There are lots of high intensity story moments followed by lulls that allowed for conversation between me and my partner about what had just happened, where we thought the story was going, what the mystery was, etc. In many ways, it was better than an actual movie. We didn't need to pause it when we wanted to have a conversation about what had just happened. The game naturally provided for that. And for me, that was an intrinsic to the great experience we had with the game. I would love to hear the allies share any similar experiences of the way games have either been better due to the way it meshed with you having played with a loved one, or even other suggestions of game with the movie night vibes love and respect harrison
1: resident evil Revel- revelations 2 very similar uh the second player i know brad if you're playing as the second player yeah, it's boring. you don't have quite as much fun uh but omar and i played through that and i really loved it <laughs> but i was player one so who's to say
0: army of two brad uh, movie night <laughs> i guess Cannon lunch, movie night
2: <laughs> yeah, a lot of games could be more fun with someone else, I guess. Like, wow, oh, really fun. The,
1: all the dark pictures and like yeah. until dawn and stuff like that is like the best way to do those.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because, like it's as, the way to as, do as a group. It. Yeah. Ian, my my buddy Todd reached out and he's like, "How much of Sea of Thieves have you played?" And I was like, "Oh, did you get bit?" And he's like, "We, oh my god, <laughs> you know, me and my roommates. <laughs> <laughs> sea of Thieves is a good me one. Me and my roommates, we yeah, just fun. cannot stop playing that. But it's just a great." Uh, uh, just a great conversation game, just so you can caught up with friends. It's like, yeah. cool, let's just go play Sea of Thieves. No pressure. You know, it doesn't matter. The old chat room on the sea. What we do, yeah. Um, and I, t- to me, that's Jackbox. Like, such an easy thing to sure. you know, the movie play, play in little spurts. Not a story thing, though. But, yeah, uh, something
3: you would watch as a story together. Right. Like Yeah, then, and Dawn I think, works pretty well with that. Mm-hmm. The Order 1886, My,
1: uh, maybe? I had a friend growing up who would always come and watch me play Silent Hill, which was great because I was too afraid to play it on my own. Mm. And my girlfriend watched me play through Amnesia Rebirth, and that was really fun too. So yeah,
3: yeah, yeah Eternal Darkness actually worked pretty well in that regard because I was—I remember um, mm. when that came out. Like, I took that uh, over to my dad's um, to have him check it out, and he was just like. Yeah, and I and I thought like I wouldn't overwhelm him or whatever. Like we'll just chill in the beginning and like just you know see what this cool game is like. And like keep going. I'm like, oh, okay, really? (laughs) Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, I would watch my dad play uh, Seventh Guest as a kid, and I loved that.
0: A lot of uh, Rockstar stuff probably isn't uh, maybe. I don't know if she's gonna listen to this episode. Technically this goes up on Christmas, so I can still pass that. But uh thank you, Game Pass, because I can just download Call of the Sea and give that to Amanda and her dad because they played a lot of Seventh Guest and King Quest back in the day. And I was like, ah, perfect. When that got good reviews, I was like, yes. Cthulhu missed. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm excited to finish it.
0: Um and uh uh Ellie Noir. I bet it was probably kind of fits that sure. because there's start little starts and stops chapter based, yep. you know, where you can, yep, you can you're like, oh, okay, we solved that. That guy's in jail. Let's pick it up again later.
3: Quantic dream games. It's crazy sure. as they could get. The pretty good to watch and see the decisions and all that. Yeah.
0: From Mirko de Buell, hello, allies. With the resurrection of the long-dormant Perfect Dark franchise, it's easy to start wishing for other franchises to make a comeback. A classic love and respect question. Yeah, classic question. I made question. a big list of video game series—some series, bad, some good. It's not on the okay. list, unfortunately. Wait, is it? Now, ah, I uh, <laughs> uh, made a list of video game series—some bad, some good—and it's up to the panel to decide whether to bring it back or let it rest. Love and respect from
3: Belgium. We from almost Beltran. never let them rest.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, some of these I haven't even heard of. All right. Golden Axe.
1: Oh, bring it back.
0: Sure, yeah. You can bring that back. After
3: Streets of Rage, do it. Yeah. Klonoa.
1: Ooh, bring it back,
2: yeah.
3: yeah I, I don't have experience with them, so I None. don't I really have an opinion. Sure,
1: bring it back. Why not?
0: <laughs> sure. That's the
1: one we streamed, right? The Yeah. I like really yeah, liked
3: yeah, it, yeah. I
0: remember. Yeah.
1: I had it when I was a kid. I liked that game.
3: Time Splitters. Bring it
1: back. Bring it back.
3: Yeah. There's so much going potential on with that studio, I think. But yeah.
0: So much potential for that series. Um Bloody Roar. Dude,
3: bring it back. Do you remember Bloody Roar? <laughs> I can't see it coming back, but it would be so fun for it to yeah, come Yeah, that'd be fun.
1: I had Primal Rage as
0: a
3: ah, kid Ah, there we so. go. Okay. Uh <laughs>
0: this one's harsh. <laughs> Splinter Cell. Anybody remember that series? of <laughs> it? <laughs> uh-huh. <that>? uh-huh. <laughs> harsh, yeah. man. Harsh. Uh Armored Core Yes, bring it back. Here we go. Red, here's a test. Red steel.
3: Oh, I oh, mean
0: did they that make could be two interesting.
2: Yeah, they did two. Yeah, they yeah. did make uh, two. And yeah, one and two, one and two, two are, are super yeah. different from each other. And then I had they fun made For Honor.
3: One. But but Vandenberg is, is not as soft anymore. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's gone. Oh, he left.
3: hmm Yeah, there was a hole.
0: That guy thing. made wow, red ago.
3: steel. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Wait, is he bad? That's his like life mission was to make good sword fighting, dude.
0: It all makes sense now. Wow. I never put two and two together. We learn something every week in the Easy Honest Podcast. Commandos!
3: Oh, Huber would... For yeah. Huber, yeah. Bring oh, yeah. it back, dude. Bring it back. We had fun. I played that as a kid. Yeah. I thought they were doing something, but maybe it was just a remaster. Alone in the Dark. Bring it back. Mm.
1: You could do that well. You could do you it, could bring it well. It back. Or, or you embrace... The OG thing, like we were talking about last week, with the PS1 graphic style—not sure. a bad just, idea. You just actually. do it. Yeah. Have the Murder House people do it.
0: Puppet. Yeah. What are they called? Even just uh, Alone Murder in the Dark playing at a decent frame rate, I'd be more interested. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was ta- you know, like <laughs> something would like come into the room, and I'd be like, "Oh my God, what is that?" And it's like, I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> I'm not scared of it anymore." But <laughs> <So> <laughs> when <laughs> I first saw it, Murder I was curious. Yeah. That? Animusha, another just, just red right the gut. <laughs> yeah. Come yeah. On. Oh. Come on,
2: dude. Bring it
0: back. Ah. The teases. And now for some very weird picks. Nightmare Creatures. Anybody? Anybody yeah. remember Nightmare Creatures? Oh. I don't creatures? Yeah. I remember, it, but I don't. I we never streamed played it before Ryan Bloodborne really came liked... out. Yeah. I
1: feel like Ryan really liked that game. Nightmare
0: Creatures is creepy because That's it's got nice. that, like, Silent Hill 1 draw distance. Yeah, so, like, there's some shit. wacky stuff in that game and, like, you just run up to it. <laughs> it's like, there's, a, there's actually a lot of Bloodborne-ish, like, I'm behind the boxes. Rawr. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's, uh, a lot of that stuff going on, and the Nightmare Creatures two had some had some metal band or something that did the. I, I remember that was like one oh, of the okay. PS one discs oh. Oh, that I'm like also sure played did. the soundtrack. Carmageddon,
3: we got. Come on, they just had that not that long ago. Uh, we got to let something rest. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, yeah, I don't. I think have we no. Need
1: I have no horse in that race. No horse. <laughs> no car in that
0: game. As much as mu as much as I. Uh, Love Twisted Metal. I don't know if I would support a Twisted Metal coming Ooh. back. I'd rather just play some of the older. Twisted ones. Twisted Metal It's not on the list, but
3: go for. But Carmageddon is just like running people over and.
0: Straight up,
1: just do do just bring Twisted Metal two, onto PS5. I think people would <laughs> rather
0: smack a ten- soccer ball with their car than shoot other cars. Yeah, I nowadays think. I think Car Combat just kind of. Uh, I think we're done. It's like Rock Band. I think we're just. Uh, think just we're put done. Sweet
2: Tooth in Rocket League, and everybody maybe. wins. Impossible creatures. I don't even know what that is.
1: That sounds so familiar.
3: I don't remember what it is. Is that Spore? Jazz Jackrabbit. Oh,
0: come Never on. Never played it. That I have no
3: idea. Yeah. that That doesn't need to come back. It's All fun. right, let it rest. Got <laughs> Stay there. dead, Jack. What's, what's Impossible Creatures? Jazz? Let's write in his book or whatever. What's Impossible Creatures, man? You looking it
0: up?
1: I'm looking. It's a it's a real time strategy game released in 2003 by Relic Entertainment in conjunction with Microsoft Studios. Does it I mean, look cool or not? The cover looks ridiculous. It's got like a like a lobster with a tiger head. Bring it back. Bring it back. Oh man. <laughs> we need. We demand impossible creatures. <laughs>
3: it's like only on Game Pass. You can't actually yeah. buy it.
1: Yeah. And only until March. Yeah, like, only until
3: March because it's the it's celebration. celebration. That's right. It's a celebration. <laughs>
0: a so hello, Alice, we're going to play a game called Bring It Back or Let It Rest. What I'm going to need you to do is shout, bring it back, after every game that I mention. <laughs> we love video games. Yeah. What did we say? I-, I want to know which franchise fans you're going to be mean to. Oh,
1: yeah. Fuck Carmageddon. Oh. Everything else. Yeah.
0: From Jazz Jackrabbit. Blood, sh- blood shunned yeah,
1: Blood pooed on Jazz Jackrabbit, whatever that is.
0: From Daniel Kozlowski. Hello, allies. Last year, one week after the Game Awards, I asked the panel, just who is Jeff Keighley? It was something that was on my mind after watching the Game Awards. This year, I have another question for you all after watching the 2020 Awards. What exactly is best direction? It was pretty much the only award that I didn't fully understand <laughs> yeah. by the name. What does it mean when a game has good direction? What does it feel like when the direction is there and when it's not? I assumed this award has something to do with the game's director, but beyond that, I just don't know what that means. Happy holidays. Hope you can help me answer the question like last that's year. Love a, and respect, Dan Kay. That's a fair question.
1: I I I have a very pretentious answer
0: as a film major, but...
1: Well, yeah, as film, like, coming from film school, like, a director is the head of the creative, and, like, the producers are the head of, like, strategic scheduling, that kind of stuff. So, like, I didn't read the article about Crunch, but if it works like film, the director wouldn't be as in charge of that. It would be the producers to blame. Though, on a lot of these games, they're the same person. But, um... I don't know if that's true in games or not necessarily, I would assume it is. But yeah, on a film, the director oversees all the creative stuff and then the producers try their best to make it happen. <laughs> kind of, that's the short version.
3: Yeah, they're the kind of the gatekeeper for ideas, right? So mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then like literally like directing the actors, they're, they're yeah. in there as and well. And you're the
1: chief collaborator Yeah. on a good set.
3: Uh, but yeah, I I definitely agree that it's it feels like an odd category to have um, as sort of like an outsider. Like it feel that feels like a category that fits more into like the GDC awards. You know, it's like where you do break down like all the different disciplines. And for the game awards, it's just it feels like it stands out. It's like why, like how many situations is best game direction also not going to be the same thing that got Game of the Year. Yeah. Like. Yeah, just, that's true. Yeah. yeah.
1: It really feels like it's there just because it's in the Oscars and like they want to seem legitimate
0: or something. Yeah. yeah. But even the Oscars sometimes, like I remember when like Scorsese got it for Hello, Mark Wahlberg, Leo. The Departed? Yeah, and that was like bummer <laughs> it's a bummer that this not his best yeah like of all of the, the amazing works this man has made they finally so a lot of times i think it's them just being like just give it to him Whereas like i don't know you know i don't get that vibe but from in film
1: words. i mean i'm sure it's my understanding of film production that helps me delineate this but in film like there have definitely been years where i'm like yes this deserved best direction and yes mm-hmm. that other thing deserved best film uh, like yeah. that was the best directed thing that was not the best thing right and i think in this case like crunch aside if you are just looking at like cohesion of performance and creative vision vision is the word whether i whether yeah. or not the thing yeah I whether use. or not you liked it right. like last of us did have a definite like authority authorial voice right you know like I, I disagree with i don't think the narrative was all that great right. but like it definitely had a voice and it was well executed on that mm-hmm. voice. When
0: yeah, like Daniel when you say like what games have them and what games don't. No shit, no shade to any games that I'm going to mention that I feel that don't have them, but like Assassin's Creed games. You know, it's like it's like it's that but Vikings. <laughs> You're like, "Okay, great. You know, it's like there's not a lot of creative leeway for them to be like, "Yeah, but just wait what I'm going to do, you know, with this mm-hmm. thing." A game that does have direction. Death Stranding, <laughs> like yeah. that is clearly God of War. A guy, yeah, like even Spider Man with Brian Intihar. Like how many Spider Man games have we played? But clearly, like, they had, a, had a very clear creative vision. Like, let's not do the origin story. Let's gear it towards this one specific villain. Let's, you know, like all you see all these creative decisions, and that's how I felt when I was playing Last of Us. It's like I got once I was like eight hours in, and like you really started getting to Abby, and I was like, oh. I see where this is going. Like, I see what they're, the story they're trying to tell. Like, this was clearly, somebody went into the room and wrote a thing on a piece of paper and stuck it on the wall. And they went, that, that is the game that we are making. And so when you when you play a game like that, that's like, okay, somebody is steering the ship. Something like Sea of Thieves, it's like, that's oh, a fun pirate game. You know, it's, you don't really get that sense of like, oh, they, you know, I didn't see the story going in this direction. Or like, wow, they clearly have like a mantra that they followed. That's direction to which me. It, which uh. is an
1: interesting. It's an interesting thing though, because like, see if these has a director. I think oh, they, they yeah. all do. Yeah, like, I'm just saying you, right. you feel but it. Like, you know, like when you're like. But ah. I mean, does that does that preclude a non-narrative game ever winning? I was going to say. Direction? I think
2: people get hung up on narrative aspects about best right. director of games when because yeah. really everything
1: you're should be about part is best, of it. Best writing. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: right. Well, I I thought about I was playing uh, Valhalla, and I'm actually playing it. Uh, uh, I'm doing a little uh, capture of it as well, and and uh, I turned the music off, and like I'm really picking up a lot of the crazy like audio stuff, like people in the background, like you know like screaming sounds. Or I'm like, oh that screaming sound effect that I've heard it five thousand times. It just loops, and it's like bummer. I bet a team like Valhalla is just like, eh, we're not winning sound. It doesn't matter how good sound we do. We're just we're not Call of Duty. We're not Last of Us. We're not these mm-hmm. big kind of shocking experiences that like that's the stuff that's really gonna I've actually... get recognized. I think in that department.
3: I haven't I forget what it was because it was a few weeks ago now I saw somebody actually really criticizing the, the like the actual audio quality of Assassin's Creed Valhalla hmm. like it's really like
1: like it's compressed yeah something? yeah
3: hmm. huh. like it's huh. it's not good
0: there's just yeah a lot I mean, of people talking definitely... in that world and I wear I listened with headphones as well so a lot of times I'm like who what.
1: Ooh, <laughs> We've definitely seen a lot of games recently that have like interlaced video assets like Family Feud and a couple other ones lately where it's like, yeah, just poor compression can be a factor in these games. Yeah, I, I hope, Jones, to, to bounce back to something you just said about Valhalla and them saying, we're not going to win sound. I really hope none of these companies are considering what awards they're going to win while they're making these games. Right. Like,
2: that's, that is yeah. not the way
1: to make a game, yeah. guys. Don't make a game be like, I'm going to win a game award. I want to win this award. Like, no, you're not going to. Just,
0: g- yeah. I, I'm sure when Nintendo was making Animal Crossing New Horizons, they were like, award right. season, baby. <laughs>
3: but we're going to win best I, multiplayer. But I think your Assassin's Creed example is a, a fairly good point, though, Brandon, because I think there's definitely a difference between between something that feels like it's sort of made a little bit more by committee or made to like hit a certain audience or market or, you know, and and then you go to death stranding and it's like, you know, like we're just going to take a risk on this guy and do whatever the crap he wants. Yeah. <laughs> you want. Oh, you know, well, like uh, there yeah. will be focus testing and there'll be some feedback, but you know, if, yeah, this game is going to be what this guy wants or or doesn't want. And, and uh, that's essentially what you're getting.
0: Sam Lake is definitely somebody that I feel like you you f- yeah. you yeah. feel him. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. the, his games feel different than other action games like just kind yeah. of in the way well, the way that... he handles the paranormal and mysteries and stuff. Speaking of, just tweeted he finished his first draft of the new game. Oh, right? oh his next cool. game, so.
1: Um that that's something that's interesting about best direction for games. Uh, because it seems to me that it either, like in the case of Last of Us, will just go to the game that's the most emotionally intense, um, not even necessarily the most emotionally resonant, or it will go to the game that has, I think currently in the games industry, that probably usually has an already established as quirky auteur kind of director like a Kojima Mm -hmm. or a Sam Lake, or maybe a Joseph Ferris in a couple of years, who knows. But... um, (laughs) I th- I feel like it's always gonna go to one of those two uh, archetypes, yeah. you know. Either the game had a lot of yelling, or it's Kojima. What about
2: <laughs> Miyazaki?
1: I think Miyazaki would count yeah, as sure. the Kojima type. Mm-hmm.
3: But I could see like even something, you know, for everyone we want to about non narrative stuff, I could see something Suda. like Suda. <laughs> Mario Odyssey, you know, yeah. or Breath of the Wild, yeah. you know, being yes. something as best direction because it's like
1: Breath it, of the Wild might have taken it.
3: Maybe. Was it there yeah. that year? Don't know. Good question. Also, words are
0: silly. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. Like, does yeah it, who cares? Does it mean anything? It's just like when, it, stay as tuned a, again, as a goodies. pretentious filmmaker. Yeah, I stay tuned a, for our Game of the Year. You do not was. have a best director. <laughs> yeah.
1: We should uh, we should get advertising money because that's why everybody else is doing it. Blam. Yeah. That was cynical. I don't believe Jeff does it for money. I think he really does love this. He shit. loves it. Yeah. He gets yeah. the
3: money to do it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He loves it. Not the other way around.
0: From Rory Gallagher. G'day, allies. I'm sure you're well aware by ah. now that Australia has a bit of a sordid history of censoring or outright banning video games. It's mm-hmm. a topic that I'm very passionate about, even to the point where I gave a speech about it for a high school English assignment. I got mm. an A. Nice. So I've put nice. together a little game about the subject. Were are the following eight video games banned outright, censored for Aussies, or allowed oh. through unscathed upon release? Banned, mm. censored, or unscathed? Okay. hope this was a bit of fun and hey. hope you have a very safe holiday break love and respect from dan under rory gallagher
3: grand I, theft. I i can say right off the top of this there are going to be some that are banned There's are like what it's
0: going to be really weird <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> what i was going to say like some of these are going to be strange animal crossing what weird games yeah. too weird, fun games we don't normally talk about grand theft auto 5 banned censored or unscathed censored. yeah I censored censored Unscathed. unscathed wow. Although some GTA wow. games in the past have been censored in Australia, okay. GTA 5 made it here with no edits. Wow. The Witcher 2 well, 5 didn't have hot coffee.
1: Which the Witcher 2 right. no, San
0: Andreas Dude, censored. Oh,
1: yeah. Gotta be. Witcher 2 Censored or banned.
0: Censored. Censored. A side quest banned. was edited so that Geralt could no longer accept sex as a reward for completion. Mm-hmm. Postal two. Banned. banned banned all in unison i love it due to the high impact themes involving abhorrent and revolting content although as of 2012 it became available for us to purchase on steam without classification and is yet to be taken down hmm. go get your postal two fix australians <laughs> mark echoes getting up contents under pressure oh
2: man that's a Censor. funny
0: one
3: that is a funny one
0: fun to remember Censored. what do you think Blaine?
3: Sure. What was this game? I'm going to go with banned. banned. It had Tony Hawk
0: vibes as you were just running around spray painting stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: I tested this game before it came out. Hey.
1: Hmm. I remember this cover. Yeah, yeah. yeah, With the X on it. Yeah. What do you think, Ian? Uh, I think I wanted to say censored, but now I'm thinking banned.
0: Banned. Banned. Although it was set to be released with an MA15 plus rating, Queensland's local government association got this decision overturned by arguing the game promotes and provides instruction for illegal graffiti. For vandalism, <laughs> yeah. Catherine. Ooh, Ooh. Censored. Censored, yeah. I don't think it's banned. Unscathed. 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 No issues yeah. with this one getting released in Australia. Okay. Hotline Miami 2. Banned. Ooh. that's Banned. Seems-
1: because so it of seems the, like a ban, I guess. that trailer,
0: banned, yeah, banned due to a scene that implied sexual assault. After yeah. it was refused classification, developer uh, Donation Games, DenaTon Games, suggested Australians just pirate the game if they were interested in it. That's <laughs> 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 good, good. I respect that. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: yeah because remember they had that trailer where it seemed like it was depiction of it, like a sexual assault scene mm. and then it, in the game it turns out it was like f- they were filming a movie and it was pretend or whatever but they got a lot of flack for that
0: doom 2016
1: unscathed Censored? I can't think of what they would
0: blood hmm doom ban unscathed even Australians yeah. are allowed uh. to kill demons uncompromised and finally, Left for Dead 2. Oh, Left man. 2. Wasn't this, Something like...
3: got censored on there.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was either censored or banned. I can't remember. I'm gonna say just banned.
1: Censored.
0: Censored. Originally okay. censored when it was released in 2009, all blood and gore were pretty much removed. Thankfully, in 2014, an official uncensored patch was released uh, with the R18-plus rating came into effect for video games in
3: Australia. So as long as they mm, la- got it. rated it correctly... They didn't used to have an 18 rating.
0: Yep. Huh. And now, a word from our sponsors. Really comes out of nowhere when you got all the love and respect Mm -hmm. questions. You're just waiting for another one. Nope. did Sponsors, baby. Video game sponsors. Specifically, the G923 True Force Sim Racing Wheel for Xbox, PlayStation, and PC. Daniel Bloodworth putting in some serious hours on the racing <laughs> wheel. We talked about some games last week, Bled. What else? What else did you check out on the wheel?
3: Oh well GT sport. I had to. Like this is like this is a game that like racing wheels are basically made for, right? So, um got in there, just and like what a reminder of like how good this game is. You know, it's like one of those moments where, like this is, everything here just feels right. And, and and I think that's the thing with you know, putting the wheel up on it, it's like, yep, this just all feels right. Like passing people like even, like, when you're at low speeds, passing somebody and getting that turn right feels good with a wheel. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And you're on official tracks in GT Sport, right?
3: There's a mix. There's some, there's some made-up tracks and there's some real tracks. Oh, fun.
0: Made-up tracks in, like, real cities, though? Like, around the world? Or is yep. there anything? Cool. There's not, like, a fake Las Vegas in there or something? How old is GT Sport?
3: Uh, Just of curiosity. Three years, something like that? Oh, all right.
0: Cool, Check support. it out. The award winning Logitech G design is re engineered to dial up your game, dial into your game physics, delivering unprecedented realism. Feel the pistons pumping, the gravel crunching, and every shift, drift, and hairpin turn like never before. It has a programmable dual clutch. Get off the starting line faster with maximum traction and minimum smoke in supported games. Yes, Ian. Smoke. Smoke. In game smoke. In game smoke. Total Wheel Control, control wheel sensitivity, force feedback, levels, and button customization via powerful G-Hub gaming software for PC. Control the race, 24-point selector RPM LEDs, integrated PlayStation, Xbox, or PC game controls, and Progressive Brake Spring all help you maintain control of your vehicle at high speeds in supported games. It's compatible with most racing games on PlayStation, Xbox Series X, and S, Xbox One, and PC, with select titles specifically designed for True Force. Head on over to LogitechG.com to get your hands on your own G923 TrueForce Sim Racing Wheel today. That's LogitechG.com. And if you are a patron of Easy Allies, thank you. Back to it. From G the Finger, the industry rewards crunch. Last of Us Part Two won Game of the Year. Cyberpunk sold $8 million before it ever even launched. Red Dead Redemption 2 is the highest-rated game of last generation. Yet Naughty Dog, CD Projekt Red, Rockstar, and more have been exposed for fostering an unhealthy work environment for their employees. But why would they care? Whistleblowers and damning articles seem to be muted in the roar of Goatee announcements or commendation trailers. A boilerplate press release with vague promises to do better. Uh, to do better seems to be all it takes for people, consumers, and press alike to turn the other cheek. The developers and artists who make our favorite things are hurting, and we are letting them know that eh, we don't care. Vote with your wallet isn't happening. A cry of unionize becomes banal. Encouraging dev promises are swiftly abandoned. Is there a path forward or is crunch an uncomfortable reality we've quietly decided to, to accept? Adoration and admiration. I just want to say before I allow any of you to speak, I love those commendation trailers. Because <laughs> <laughs> <'cause> that's us. <laughs> that's when every, now, every now and then we sneak in one of those. So like, hey, hey, hey. Let's not, you know, obviously this is an important topic that we need to discuss. But let's let's not be too hasty. Let's allow them to have their accommodation trailers. If we yeah, I mean, it's... It's a tough one, but it's eleven respect episode, so I figured we can get into it.
3: Sure. I I mean, it just comes down to... I mean, people people reward products most people, you know, don't have any idea how it's made. You know, it's like... Sure. You know, like, even among video games where it has so many, like, passionate fans, those of us that are online and discussing it, we're like maybe 250,000 of those sales you know it's just like it's such a small number of people um and 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 the difficult thing is that the product itself deserves it you know and and the work that those people have put in is excellent and and so I I, the the difficulty I always come to when it comes to talking about the subject is it's like I am trying to put myself into somebody else's shoes that I, I have no idea, you know, what it's like to be in there as a worker or as a manager and and all of the different pressures and stuff and like I feel like, well I can can point at those things and I can point at those reports and I can say do better, like, the things that I do are are next to nothing. You know, it's like it's it's gotta it's gotta come. The change has got to come from within. It's got to come from the pressure of the workers and the companies to actually do these things, um, because unless you get you know something that's so mismanaged like cyberpunk, you know wh- when it comes out as a mess, for the most part, like people just aren't going to know, aren't going to care, um, and, and you know they'll say something, but they'll you know they're they're still going to recognize the good game and want to play the good game. is mm-hmm.
0: certainly doing his part.
3: Yeah. Uh, he is definitely pushing real
0: hard. And thats I think that's like one of the solaces that I take is we were not talking about this in the PlayStation era. We were not, you know, even right. like in, you know, the beginning of the century like 2006 2007 when i really started you know like cutting reviews and, and and getting a bunch of those done and you know selling to mtv and then bringing in shane and like meeting ryan stevens and justin spear and miguel and like all these guys that were like writing about video games and i was like oh cool i've all i know is like filmmakers and editors and you know dorks that play like the games that i like like i'm just meeting people who know lots of other games none of us talked about it never came up on invisible walls never came up you know and like now i definitely feel the climate changing and sadly like it is when you talk about unionization like it is something that does does take a while it does take a lot of personal sacrifice it does take a lot of uncomfortable decisions on the part of people that have to potentially sacrifice their jobs to to get the future they want but like yeah, yeah does, to- is cod accused of this no does it because they don't crunch ha you know
3: oh yeah i mean that's a whole other ball of wax too right because you know you don't hear stories about right. this from japanese developers but it absolutely right. is happening, you know. Right.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. To to kind of springboard off of what you said, yeah. I mean, COD is the perfect example of what I I bring up all the time. Is like, this is an enthousi- This is a an issue that enthusiast press and the people who read and listen to enthusiast press, like like our kind of stuff, Kotaku, Polygon, whatever. They they all we all care about it, and we're like one percent of the market like cod sales you know like being through the roof when none of us like really play it all that much or like you know talk about it all that much uh is a very big example of that where it's like oh yeah like <laughs> the the big money makers in this industry are the things that we're less into that everybody else is super into you know and uh, i know a lot of people who are game developers and when i've heard them talk about crunch like people who've worked for naughty dog people whatever when I hear them talk about crunch it's almost just like a foregone conclusion like you say like hey you want to hang out and they're like oh, I can't I'm in crunch you know it's just like a fact of life but then yes as Brandon said like that's how these things start like that's how civil rights movement starts that's how anything starts is like a small but vocal group starts speaking out about it and then slowly awareness builds and then yeah unions become a thing and stuff like that but I mean, yeah. The brass tax, bottom line is it's not up to us. like we can we can talk about it, um, but until some company pushes somebody too far and its right. employees unionize and it starts that ball rolling. And I mean, people have been saying that game developers, programmers, artists, whatever need to be unionized for years. Like, you know, but it's just such a daunting, scary thing. and in such a gig economy and like freelancer economy, Everyone kind of – I think a lot of people have a fear that they're replaceable and right. that there's that kind of mentality of um, – and it's similar within the film where it's just like – or any any creative industry, there's a real fear that if you raise too much of a stink, well, there's some college kid who will do it for half your price who's just dying to get into this industry, you know? And, like, that's a real fear. so.
0: What I, yeah, it's, yeah,
1: it's just going to take something to break Well, that we have to reach a tipping point somehow.
0: It, it, it's an interesting conversation. I think the conversation shifted a little bit with Cyberpunk because it's like the evidence is just in front of us. It's like a big car accident that right. we're all staring at. It. We're just like, there's no... Yeah. The story's like you there. Didn't like, crunch you not even right. See, like, what are you doing? You can see the problems that this had with the version that I did play to completion and very much enjoyed. You can still see the game wasn't ready. You can see the issues this is having with PlayStation. They've confessed to so many different things and talk about their work structure. But how many people are going to turn around and go right into developing DLC for this game how many people are going to are currently working on witcher which somebody messaged me and said it was coming out in 2029 they were like oh yeah they said they were like oh that's like way off uh, but i guess it is there is a concept like it is in the extremely early stages of development but we just talked about telltale a little bit ago and i wonder if something you know if you had that college kid ian that's that's like potentially willing to do that but then is like yeah but you're going to come here and work at telltale and it's like what what kind of telltale are we talking about? Because you know, <laughs> I just heard nothing but nightmare stories about that company. I don't want to do that. So again, it's that's. I wonder if you need well, and that's- you sadly need these nightmare situations to happen more and more, so that they're exposed more, so that the, you know, the, these brands have a, a, a harder time.
3: Well, yeah, I think that's the- really what it comes down to: is you need the the people that are strong enough to to lead the way, to create a competitive environment for the workers towards like. You want to make a great video game, then like you're not going to be able to do it with crunch because they can get a job somewhere else where they're not going to be treated that way. You know, like that's really what it comes down to is just studios that, you know, have that vision and have that ability to solve this problem really like stepping up and, you know, recruiting uh, the top talent.
0: That's kind of how well, we threaten one... uh, Brad with bad reviews, is we're like, we'll get Huber to play this. We don't care, man. If, you, if you're <laughs> not going to play this obscure PC title that's you know, scoring really lonely, no.
1: But it, it, it raises the question, though, that I, I always have to think, and I know it's not nearly this simple, but one thinks about Supergiant and what they put out recently, where it's like, no emails after 5 p.m. on Fridays, mandatory 20 days off a year, like no crunch, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And like that looks great for them, But also, that speaks a lot to, like, the scale of their games and the scale of their number of staff. And it's, like, in theory, like, if you looked at it as a math equation and took out a lot of variables about, like, the human life, you know, like, you could say, like, if Supergiant game is X big and you need Y employees, you know, then Cyberpunk is, you know x times 56 big so you need y times 56 employees and then you could do the exact same amount of Mm -hmm. you know no crunch you know that kind of stuff and i mean one wonders if that is true and if it would be possible um financially to just Mm -hmm. hire more people or what like what the answer would be but maybe
2: when you have more people everything gets slower too
1: that's true it's a compounding issue Yeah. yeah
0: we, we praised yeah. well, Supergiant and, recently and actually somebody in the comments was like yeah, you kind of have a point, it's, again it's hard to scale it's hard to compare a Supergiant to a you know a, a 20 person team to like a 5,000 right. person team um, but at the same time they're like it is worth noting that you know Greg and the crew at Supergiant has confessed, they're like oh on Bastion we crunched the hell, <laughs> you know like yeah. we did not right. have a safe work environment, like we've got a little bit better at it but uh.
1: well and that's the other thing too is like um, I mean life advice from me to you if any boss of yours ever says the words startup mentality fucking quit yeah, get out of there. quit immediately <laughs> do not take if that job, job if they say that in the interview walk out don't fucking take that job and report that person to someone cause they're a fucking monster <laughs> but um because that means that they're going to exploit you for their startup to succeed um by and large and like I think that is a danger with smaller game companies and companies like ours where it's like you can work yourself to death because it's your thing and there's nobody else there to do it you know and because you're passionate about it you can forget to live Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know um so there's definitely there's that that weird side of the
3: coin where i'm always split on this subject because you know like any kind of production anything like that there is definitely a lot of hours a lot of overtime that will go into something to try to get something really worthwhile done um and there is a level of that that i think gets thrown under the bus unfairly you know that i think that there is value in really like putting a lot of hard work and effort into something uh but i think the problem is you know that we've seen with a lot of stories that trier is uncovered and in situations where it's just like there's no break there's just right. you know this isn't something that we do for a weekend or for two weeks you know like you know with us with e3 you know like that is you know some people would define e3 as crunch for the entire industry um right. you know and there's but diff- there's different levels of it whereas some of these people is like well they just move from crunch to crunch to crunch to crunch to crunch and it just never stop crunching and yeah. that's where the real unhealthy issues because you know like with us it's like okay we got through e3 and bye we're going to bed for like four days you know right And a lot of people don't even get that option
1: well and i think that that we mentioned japan earlier and i think japan and america specifically both have similar problems i can't speak for for poland about this necessarily but there are larger systemic problems in play about just like work ethic and like societal pressures of like what it means to be a good employee and like America is not great about that like our work to life Mm -hmm. ratio is pretty poor compared to a lot of other countries yeah you're a lot more
3: vacation days by default yeah
1: right and Japan I know is just about as bad as us if not worse sometimes and like that's a whole other thing that plays into this as well i think is that the pressure you know not just within the company but within your own like society um is there definitely there
0: and, and we'll do our part by bringing it up occasionally on love and respect <laughs> yep And <laughs> saying saying similar making fun things of cd project red when they yeah. fall on their face Dustin McNabb. Hello, allies. A few months ago, my wife was applying for a job at a senior citizen center, and I dropped her off for the interview. While I was waiting, I saw that they still have a Wii in their game room. It reminded me, there's still a market for games like Wii Sports, and the Switch doesn't have much to fill that niche. If you were advising Nintendo, how would you suggest they cater to that market? Love and respect, Dustin. Remember, it's foolish to advise Nintendo, because they're laughing all the way to the bank, but let's play (laughs) along.
1: And they don't really listen. Right.
3: (laughs) Ring Fit Adventure is still doing phenomenally well.
1: But not great for the elderly market. Was right. it
3: wasn't like one to switch
2: kind of like that? I guess. Kind uh, of. Kind of an attempt.
1: It's too confusing. Yeah.
2: For,
1: like you can't just golf or bowl. Uh, I
3: mean, we did just get family views. There weren't so. as many
0: FMVs in Wii Sports. MVP. That was definitely a different thing. Yeah. All these weird people. <laughs>
1: yeah i mean stuff like family feud uh wheel of fortune stuff like that especially if you have like a younger like life enrichment person uh mm-hmm. working there to like operate it anybody can play wheel of fortune you know and yeah and it's, shout out letters you know
0: sadly it was the newness too it's like it's kind of mm-hmm. like guitar hero it's like part yep. of the excitement was i've never done this before and then when you do it you're like like, okay even even we sports resort going back to bowling you know like my brother was like we're doing it and like we did one night you know but like we didn't yeah wasn't like thank goodness new bowling lanes (laughs) (laughs) right wasn't a lot left to do but funny you should mention that from caesar villa hello allies what happened to the ring fit adventure game you got did any of you take it home to exercise during the pandemic is it collecting dust in the studio just wondering since i got it last month and i'm enjoying it quite a bit estamos in contact caesar
1: did we get one? I bought my own?
0: Uh, I, I snagged snagged RingFit actually... for a while, and I used it for four days. And the the thing that the best you know the thing I really love about RingFit Adventure is all of you have been there. That dopamine hit when you go from level one to level two, and you're like, ooh, <laughs> you know, it's like mm-hmm. the journey begins. <laughs> you know, like it definitely was it definitely felt good to be like, oh damn, like that that big buff dragon guy. I, I want to beat that guy. <laughs> you know, um, didn't. I don't think it was you know it's i i you know run half marathons and you know like i had a trainer for a while like i'm not afraid of physical fitness it was just some other dumb thing that i was focusing on some other game you know that i decided to yeah. make mm-hmm. time for um but i really did well, enjoy one... it and i have seen it just like you know blood like you said it's selling really well and i haven't seen a lot of people mad at ring fit <laughs> you know I've, I've seen people mostly you know like caesar's saying that have enjoyed their experience with it
3: yeah um yeah that one's confusing for me because i'm like did we did Nintendo send one or not? I don't even remember. I, think I they do did. remember. That's the one I stole. I, I did remember pay for it. I grabbed the work copy. We, we we are, however, we got it. We grabbed one from Target, like as soon as it was available. Oh. On the company card, so that's why I'm like I'm questioning. Mm. But yeah, I definitely have it sitting over here because I brought it home to see if it was something my wife would be into, and she checked it out. But we, you know, not not really follow up on it. It's harder in an apartment too because then it's like you have to modify some of the things and it doesn't quite do as much
1: if i lived in a newer building where every step i take isn't heard by the women who live below me that would be a different story um I, i definitely want to i need to exercise like i don't and i need to um bought that smartwatch so I could try to get track my fitness and this might become part of it. But the,
0: the thing about fitness is you got to find something you enjoy. If you're like, I'm going to make a commitment to fitness and then mm-hmm. you see a recommendation of an exercise or something and you try it and you're like, that sucks. Don't do it anymore. <laughs> you know, like uh, if you the problem is Brandon, I hate, all of it because right.
1: I'm in that point where I haven't done any exercise for so long sure. that any exercise makes me feel like hot ass. But mm-hmm. it doesn't but like,
0: <laughs> it doesn't even have to be like a super strenuous exercise. Just move. You know, just 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 do the baby steps. Just really, really slow yeah. something to where you get into a point where you're like, I enjoyed that. You know, like if you know, like, you know, uh, um, Brad, you and I both were with you know Ger- we we were both endured German efficiency and like he had there was no mm-hmm. forgiveness there like he definitely mm-hmm. pushed us but um, I think that's the biggest thing that I hear from nutritionists and I hear from trainers and and you know people that exercise a lot is they're like I just wish people would do a small thing so that they could see not necessarily a gain but an enjoyment they're you know just like if somebody has a weight issue they're like I just went outside I just went out and walked down to the end of the block and back yeah. and like that felt yeah good, you know I think making something a routine. Is really a big part of right. it
2: if it feels like it's a routine. For and that's after a while, that's I think you one have of the to most do it though, for a while about ring fit. Yeah,
0: is you, it, it gives you that routine. And uh,
1: don't start ring fit on the extreme difficulty though. Like, no, we, we don't, we yeah, that, that was the bad.
0: It idea. was awful. Don't do that. And
1: I did that at home, yeah, and it was too intense.
2: You got nothing to prove. Yeah. Ease yourself. I in. had a
1: personal Sophia and I were going to a trainer before COVID. I think we actually have like two. Sessions left or something. Nice. <laughs> first time I threw up.
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> damn!
1: I had eaten a donut right beforehand.
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is
3: definitely a, a gamer trap when it comes to difficulty settings. Yeah, do not yeah, go don't. for
1: hard.
0: Bar- go I, for easy first. You know, I barfed when I was surfing one time. I got caught in an undertow, and like I was just. 5 feet from the from the beach and just couldn't get there. We are like, "Come on." Oh, no. And they're like, "I finally that's made it." I it was to. like, "I made it." surf exhaust
1: up. Dude, that's just treacherous. No, man, the ocean cannot day. be yeah. trusted. Yeah,
0: ocean is scary. It can be very scary. From Happy Gaming. Hey there allies. Recently, I purchased a reproduction cartridge for Terra Enigma on Super Nintendo because mm-hmm. it was never released in the United States officially. This, like many other games, came out in Japan and did well, however, for whatever reason, it was never officially released in the U.S. Isn't it weird, though, that we rarely hear of the games that deal with the opposite problem, having been released in the U.S. or Europe, but never Japan? below i've listed a series of games next to others that have been released worldwide it's up to the panel to pick the correct answer the game that was never released officially in japan to clarify as well just because it wasn't officially released in japan doesn't mean it cannot be imported purchased on steam in english or played by other means There has just never been an official japanese release of these titles hope you enjoy love and respect brian from happy gaming
3: okay
0: ftl terraria or stardew valley
1: ftl
2: Terraria Terraria FTO Oh it's oh? F-T-O?
1: Shit That little bastard's not even on the Switch <laughs> That little That little bastard
0: <laughs> Good point uh, God damn loves that game He loves it Yep
3: Yeah the other two are on the Switch It's That's not it. yeah, fair Definitely <laughs>
0: Ratchet and Clank Up your arsenal Sly Cooper 3 Among Thieves Or Jack 2 Hmm Jack 2 I'll Jack is- 2 Say Ratchet and Clank. You're all wrong. Sly Cooper 3 Among Thieves. Oh. I don't know if that wow. was a Sly Cooper thing. If Sly Cooper just... Interesting. Such a, play... Such a PlayStation favorite. Interesting. In the PS2. Yeah, oh, man. Who makes that?
3: Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch and Sony. A little yeah. furry
0: character PlayStation game? Not Japan? Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah.
0: Uh, Star Wars Jedi Academy Beyond Good and Evil or Fable The Lost Chapters? Fable.
1: Beyond Good and Evil?
3: I want to say Beyond Good and Evil. Beyond Good and Evil. No way, is it Star Wars?
0: Mm. No way, is it Star yeah, it's Wars? No yeah, way. no way. No, no. Star Wars <laughs> would not stand yeah. for that. Yeah. It, Fable of the Last Chapters was a fun pick, too. Uh, not just saying the original Fable. Full Throttle, The Secret of Monkey Island, or Grim Fandango?
1: Ooh.
0: Hmm. Wow. No idea. I'm just going to say Full Throttle.
1: I feel like it might be Grim Fandango.
3: I'll go with Grim Fandango.
1: Full Throttle, Brad. Good pick. Yeah,
0: I'd say the least popular of the three, so maybe that was why. Full Throttle's pretty sweet. It's, it's That's the one dope. I
2: thought it was. I thought it was the least popular one. Yeah, man. Maniac missions, they're all good.
0: But uh, not good for Japanese players. Call of Duty Ghosts, Halo 3, or Half-Life 2? Oh, Whoa.
2: Man, I don't know. Uh, Half-Life 2. Yeah, I'll say Half-Life.
1: Yeah, Half-Life 2 is my Half-Life
2: guess. 2.
0: Brutal. Yeah. Uh, what if Orange Box That's came out crazy. in Japan? That's crazy.
2: I wonder if Orange Box box? came out in Japan, so I wonder if that kind of snuck in there. Man, the Orange Box. What a deal. I can see Portal doing well in Japan.
1: Eh, Uh. Mm. Uh. Mm.
0: Batman Arkham Origins, Marvel's Spider-Man, or Injustice 2? Fairly recent game. Surprised one of these didn't make it. This is a hard one. Uh, I'm going to say Arkham Origins.
1: I don't think... It can't be Spider-Man
3: yeah i'll say injustice too probably not injustice too
0: wow really yeah violence thing i don't know brand thing i don't know uh the elder scrolls 3 morrowind the elder scrolls 4 oblivion or the elder scrolls 5 skyrim
3: they definitely got skyrim
0: three
1: morrowind
3: it's gotta be morrowind
1: or oblivion Oblivion, was on
3: the xbox morrowind
1: is the old it's morrowind i love morrowind yeah i love morrowind too
3: um,
0: I, I got it on PC and was like, yeah, I don't have time to play this. <laughs> this is really great, but uh, you know, doesn't doesn't guide you as much as some of the other games do. So Dude, I, I like, wonder
1: this if, is Does it have like a cool new graphical mod? Oh, that I'm sure. Amazing. I'm like, sure
0: there's so many mods for that game. And finally, Guitar Hero Two. I to make them. Guitar Hero: Warriors of Rock or Guitar Hero: Metallica.
2: Metallica, Metallica, i would say? for like licensing some uh, shit. I'd I say Metallica, yeah. Yeah. None of them. <laughs> oh, none of them. None of them. Wow, none really? of them?
0: Trick question! Yeah. Yay! <laughs> and I believe Guitar Freaks was a Japanese game. The original arcade. Yeah, that's Konami. Yeah, so interesting. Hmm. Yeah. That is funny though,
1: because I remember when we were in Japan, there were a lot of machines that had like the Guitar Hero kind of thing going mm-hmm. on. Yeah to like other extents too like bongos and all and like a table flipping one that i loved um so you would think that they would all do really well over there
0: wish i had huber on hand for this one but this is uh this is good again tough subject hits close to home from carl williams has the time come finally that we must stop overhyping some games it sure did not take long for the honeymoon period between consumers and cyberpunk 2077 to come to an end a game that was overhyped for god knows how long eight and a half years seven years yeah, yeah seven years. uh how long or seven and a half and now for how long how no how no God knows how long, carries a boatload of baggage, crunch, questionable societal stances, no initial warnings of scenes that induce epileptic seizures, shoddy game quality for players who still own a PS4 or Xbox One, manipulating review copy distribution to ensure a score of 90 or higher on Metacritic and OpenCritic. I'm sure I'm forgetting some other stuff, but you get the point. Now, I'm not trying to gloat by saying I was never all that impressed, let alone interested with Cyberpunk to begin with, but... Boy, it feels good that I never drank the Cyberpunk Kool-Aid like almost everyone else. I will admit that I found the praise this game was receiving prior to release a tad bit annoying. It was as if, I would, if I could put it, the game was being treated as the second coming. That, to me at least, is overhyping the game. I'm way past the point of overhyping video games. Do you feel I'm going overboard with my assessment, or do you agree that maybe we should really pump the brakes on the amount of hype a game receives before it releases?
3: What's funny to me at this... First of all, people who own a
0: PS5 and Xbox Series X still own a PS4 and Xbox One, most likely. Unless they traded it in, you know, it's like... But anyway, sorry. Sure.
3: Um, But no, like, they said they used the term honeymoon period early Mm -hmm. in there, right? I feel like Cyberpunk is on an anti-honeymoon period. Mm -hmm. Sure. Like, I don't know that it had a honeymoon period. (laughs) They didn't have a wedding. So uh,
2: Cyberpunk
1: Cyberpunk right now is the like altar. it's it's like a romance where you were it's like a business trip you have to go on with the person that you hate from your office and then by the end, like two months later they're in love. It's a
3: rom com? Right. Yeah That's what I'm but like right
1: like, now they hate each other.
3: In a year Everyone's really right. talking about how great cyberpunk is.
1: Right. It's it, when it when it no <laughs> yeah. man's skies. Never, never. <laughs>
0: yeah. You check. You check Metacritic. One of the, the the reviews just like I'm getting a Sandra Bullock, Hugh Grant kind of vibe from this. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't let like, go of hype. I can't. Nor can the industry. Well, because we we under hype stuff all the time. I feel like there's all sorts yeah, of we stuff do that we do all the feel time. Like, you know, it's like. I, I would venture to say that we talk about, like, how much we need that new Elden Ring trailer, but at the same time, the more they don't announce that game, it's like, ew. Like, what's, what happened? Like, why is it, Why you know, why did they announce it at that time? Why Georgia did it R. they Martin so is to blame, Yeah, what the it. hell is Martin doing to that game? <laughs> you know? Um, He's gumming it up. Yeah. I love how we just blame him for everything. <laughs> <laughs> and, you have, and you have, like, Arc 2 that's like, look, Vin Diesel, and we're like, okay. <laughs> it's like, like these clear attempts to be like, whoa, or it's like, Whatever. Even perfect yeah, dark, I, like which I'm so excited for, I'll accept people being like, "We don't know anything about that game." It's like, yeah, you're right, you know. But I'm just, you know, like that character. Yeah, in like no that, that world gave a shit about
2: Mass Effect or
0: anything or that. Dragons I Age. Mean, that that's
1: the that's the the important part, Jones. I think that's the 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 important factor, and maybe what the heart of this question is getting at. Hype is one thing, but like. It, hype can be, you can be personally hyped for something, and you can be personally disappointed or personally elated when it comes out and is bad or good, but, like, it's all in the reaction uh, and how vitriolic or intense it is, right? It's like, and I don't know that it's anyone's fault always, but, like, when the hype is so pressurized, and then when something comes out and there's that explosion one way or the other... Mm-hmm. um I think the games industry is not great at a measured response right, to right. a lot of stuff. I mean, I'll, and yeah, I, think that's I will, I will the thing offer to, Smash Brothers
0: <laughs> to that argument right. like that's like, the
1: thing to work on not 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 being excited but not being vitriolic right. and hateful. Right.
3: Uh, yeah, that's the problem it feels area. like now. Like the Kojima thing this week was a perfect example yeah. Yeah, I guess last week considering when we're recording. This. Yeah. Perfect right. example of like people are just overhyping a thing for pretty much no reason. You know, it's like, but like they're set people are setting themselves up to get disappointed and then they get disappointed and like, well, like yeah. but on the he, flip he side just, though. Yeah.
1: On the flip side though, Bloodworth, if you're Kojima produ- production productions and you don't understand that you tweeting out we have an announcement tomorrow yeah. is going to make people more excited than the uh than what you know the announcement deserves then don't do that. (laughs) Like, another equation, another math equation, like, how hype is this announcement equals when you should announce the announcement. Um, And almost always, you should never announce an announcement.
2: Yeah. But they do it because it's part of the advertisement, too. Yeah. So I get why they do it, but I I don't know. It feels like almost like at this point, it's like a personal thing for me about getting excited for something. Because we've seen stuff like this happen time and time again. Big game could be coming out and just suck. But sometimes it could be a really cool game that no one even thought about that got blown up. So, I don't know. Just don't yeah. pay attention to it. I, I yeah, get, I, yeah, I
3: think there still has... I think that's kind of what Ian's getting at. is like, it's totally great to be very excited and be looking forward to a game. But, you know, when... like. Like, almost like when your mental state or your well-being are, like, hinging on that. Like, you're, right. you're going too far. That's too far, yeah. And and you have to be also, like, you have to be willing to recognize, like, what it is when it actually gets there. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just because it's not the best game ever made or the Halo killer or whatever. Yeah, you know, I remember this back in the day. Oh, my right. God, yeah. You know, like, it, like it, it's still a really great, it can still be a really great game but people will just tear it down because it, quote-unquote, didn't live up to the hype, which, you know, mm-hmm. like, nothing ever will. Like <laughs>
1: Well, and that's, that, that, that's the other thing, too, is, like, Cyberpunk is an example of this where it's, like, I feel like a lot of times people can't see the forest for the trees either. And, I mean, like, the PlayStation, the base PlayStation and Xbox versions of Cyberpunk are criminally broken, so, like, that's a thing on its own. But, like, on PC, like, it not running great or whatever, on PS5, it not running great, like, that's an issue that you know they're going to fix, like, you can be annoyed with it, but you don't need to be violently angry because it's like, okay, a month or two, it won't be broken as badly anymore, like, who knows if the PS4 version will ever work, but, like, you know, be annoyed about that, but, like, you have to then look at the game itself and say like, okay, well, is the combat any good? Like, is the gameplay any good? Actually, like from what I can tell through this frame rate, you know, uh, and then that's that's a more long term assessment of a thing being good or bad, that, that's right? That's partially it's why like, I'm
0: obsessed with trailers, is because like th- it's in there, like the information you need, it's it's in there. Like you can you can get a waft of something and be like, eh, something's off. I remember right. something that I was probably way too hyped for in tr- you know in relation to what we got was Picard. I was like oh my god oh i mean watched it you know because like that first trailer came out and i'm like oh he's got a little ragtag crew (laughs) you know like no it's like like, here's my new people it's like no (laughs) it's just not (laughs) so i was able to kind of dim that a little bit and then by the time you know it came out you know people were like ah it's not that great and you know i'm not like shooting it down or telling people not to watch it but also, when you're around Michael Huber and you're absolutely never the most hyped person in the room, it kinda helps you set your own expectations. Balances it out. <laughs> Huber just messaged me on Slack just a picture of Arthur Morgan. And it's like oh, all right, just right now. <laughs> no, like a week ago, <laughs> two weeks ago or something. And it's like, sure. <laughs> you know, I'm like- glad I'm not the only person that happens to <laughs> you know? Or he does that all the time. Good, 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 just- good. I was like, I'm I'm the Wikipedia page for like some kind of like yeah. sword. Yeah. I'm just yeah. like alright. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just like cool. I'm, uh, and it's funny because you you get in the mindset and you think like wow he just searched the internet for that and then found it and then tweeted it to me and it's like no that was probably the end of like an hour <laughs> of just roaming around the internet in search of fascinating things so of course Huber's but name but that's is gonna the thing
1: come that's the difference though is like Huber and I probably uh, are are on two different ends of a scale where like. He is super optimistic and hyped about just about everything, yeah. but never gets, like, super mad about anything. Mm. And I'm, like, cautiously skeptical about almost everything and then don't really get disappointed. So it's like, be one of those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like Just don't believe in anything or believe in everything, but don't get mad about it. Yeah.
0: It's, it's that simple.
1: It's that simple. <laughs>
0: From Garrett Zamora. Hey allies, I'm lucky enough to work at a job that lets me listen to music all day while I get my work done. And I've been using Spotify for a few years now. Wow. And one thing they do at the end of the year is give you a summary of what you listen to and top artists, etc. When I am not listening to Easy a podcasts, which Spotify told me I listened to around 240 hours worth, I'm also listening to music, Bless. a lot of which are game soundtracks. So I have a fun little game for the panel today. Below are songs picked from my top songs of 2020 list. And it's up to the allies to name the game the song is from. There may be instances where the song title could be more than could be in more than one game, but I will share the ones that I have been listening to. I'll provide some multiple choice options, but an ally can shout out if they know it before hearing them, and I'll start you guys off with a couple, a couple softballs. Enjoy. Much love and respect from Canada, Garrett Zamora, aka GBZMR in chat. He, this was number two, but this is the biggest softball I've ever seen in my entire life. I'm not even going to give you multiple choices for this. Devil Trigger. <laughs> oh come on it's animal 5. crossing All right. <laughs> uh, let's see if you need multiple choice for this
3: BFG division doom, doom. Uh, yeah it's doom eternal
0: uh 2016 specifically but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah oh. Youngblood and Rage 2 were his other options but uh and the rest of these are nice and spicy call the cops is that from final fight uh, river city girls or streets of rage 4 streets of rage 4 yes that's what I'm thinking dd do streets of rage 4. task force neuron is that astral chain cyberpunk 2077 or deus ex human revolution
1: Ooh, it could be any of those
3: uh, <laughs> astral chain
2: yeah i'll say astral chain too haven't played it no idea
3: anime wins baby
2: astral anime chain. wins. Astral yeah. always bet on anime life
3: is actually too weird for the other two true
1: <laughs> yeah i was like that last word definitely yeah
0: life will change Persona Five, Shin Megami Tensei Five, or Gears Five? That's Persona Five.
2: Yeah, it's Persona. Pretty sure it is. Yeah. I was
0: confident, Blood. Were you confident in the yeah. with the, the multiple choice? main you, song. I don't know that. <laughs> uh, Flash in the dark. Is that Mega Man X Two, Mega Man Legends, or Mega Man Nine? Flash in the dark. Flash in the dark. Ha,
1: Budworth.
0: Ha.
3: I'm gonna say <laughs> Legends. Pick List. the other
1: one, blood, then someone will be right.
3: Yeah, sure. Mega Man X2, right? Was the first one? Ian Hank is right.
0: <laughs> Mega Woo! Man 9. World Revolution. Is that from Final Fantasy VI? Chrono Trigger or Secret of Mana? World Revolution? Mana, right? It's mana. Didn't we? Yeah, David I was going to say it's mana, yeah.
1: Secret of Mana.
0: FF6, Chrono Trigger, Secret of Mana. World Revolution.
3: Yeah, I'm gonna go with mana.
0: Yeah, Chrono Trigger, Brad. Woo! Oh, really? Yeah. Which song oh. is that? I at least oh, knew I mean, it no, it was in F6. World Revolution. Go look it up. I will. Dust. That's a weird one. To dust. Final Fantasy 13: The Last Remnant or Resonance of Fate. Dust to dust. <laughs> dust.
3: To sounds dust. like
1: either Final Fantasy or Remnant.
0: I'll
3: go with Resonance of Fate. Final Fantasy 13. Dust to dust.
0: Hail the goddess. The ancient city. Is that from near automata, Bayonetta, or Final Fantasy XII? That sounds like near automata. Totally near automata. I like saying near automata, Bayonetta. Uh, They who govern reason. Oh. Love that title. Bravely Default, Octopath Traveler, or I am Setsuna. I am Setsuna. Octopath? I don't know.
4: Octopath. Octopath does I have, have no idea music, who this
0: probably. one is. Octopath Traveler. Octopath. That's yeah. that's the last one. If you go back. It's worth noting that you could kind of guess what these are based on, like the game he's probably listening to. <laughs> you know, it's like I think of Bravely Default, Octopath Traveler, and I Am Setsuna. Octopath is probably the soundtrack he's listening probably to. Probably the like, one you're listening to. Not, yeah. <laughs> I would say maybe not digging into the I Am Setsuna too much, but I heard. Did you was, say piano was he- heavily heavy in there? Like yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like yeah. All piano.
1: I like that soundtrack. That's good stuff. Nothing wrong with it. I was I was hoping for some some Jessica Curry in there, that's and I could have a... been like,
0: that's Dear Esther. You hear that, Garrett? <laughs> Get on that Jessica Curry action. Parasite Paladin, for all those older consoles you now have in storage, do you remember what was the last game you had in them? And did you play them before putting them away and have one last hoorah? What's Definitely the, no on that Do you last remember part. any of the last games you played on old consoles?
2: Uh, I think on my NES I played Zelda 2, I think was the last game I played on it. Because I busted out like 15 that? years ago or something
3: yeah I mean there's there's pretty much no, I like I, I've gone back to things so many times for yeah. various reasons yeah I mean I can say I've got Chrono Trigger sitting in my Super Nintendo right now but you know it
0: was fun I was moving and I do have a box of Super Nintendo cartridges but I had another random box of random stuff that was in drawers what did I find? here he goes what did I find in that drawer I'm so proud Super Star Wars baby <laughs> Oh man <laughs> it's like, Yeah Look at that Good condition yeah. too yeah, I've got one of those too yeah,
3: pretty super Oh
0: well thanks Blood.
2: Great no, it's bud. special I got one too actually
3: Well I might have I one That's got like The I player's choice Whatever junk all over it Oh yeah Cause I had to yeah. rebuy All my Super Nintendo stuff Cause it got stolen When I moved to California Damn uh, Damn But uh I had, I've had yeah, multiple my...
0: friends Get stuff Gaming Specifically games Get stolen and moves Brutal. Hmm. What a market.
3: Well, it wasn't a... exactly when I moved, but it wasn't long after I got here. Yeah. Um, and then I've got Beetle Adventure Racing in my N64 because I did a stream for that, and that's the last time I've mm. actually really plugged my N64 in.
2: Yeah. I beat Demon Souls recently on PS3, so I
0: guess that. Nice. Totally my forgot Animal Crossing been... was a cartridge. Uh, I like would, like went to go start Animal Crossing, and it's like, where's your cartridge? I was like, where's my what? This is a digital game. What are you talking Oh, actually, oh, look at that. Yeah. It actually glitched. <laughs> I had to like, switch, yeah, like take it out and put it back in. And then it was like, oh, okay, we're good. I'm like, give me a, give <laughs> me a little start a, there. Having
1: a cartridge game blows my mind because I've got like Ring Fit on cart, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and and anytime I like update the system and I try to start Animal Crossing, but the one that's a cartridge is moved to the front of the right list now, and then I start Ring Fit and I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I'm like
0: stop. I got um, I got Amanda yeah. uh, Immortals for Christmas on cart because it's. Nice. Uh, um, that's not a surprise. She can hear that. She knows it's coming. She saw me playing it and was like, hmm. I'm like, this is what I was telling you about. This is the Breath of the Wild. You can play as a girl. But um, uh, it was like 50 bucks on Amazon. So I'm like, all right. Save a little bit.
3: Yeah. The, uh, you ain't getting yeah, that discount on is, Nintendo. You know, we know like, how. Yeah, that last part of the question is just like, I, yeah, I've never like ceremoniously put anything no. away like right yeah like one last time I'm, I'm always feeling like i'm going to go back yeah. to something yeah unless it's backwards you know the new ones backwards compatible yeah. compatible like this time around what's the last thing
0: you my PS4
1: deleted from is so steam broken oh that i'm never gonna
0: yeah disk drive doesn't work on my ps4 in. anymore
1: no and mine didn't either but the last game that was in it i believe was dark souls remastered
0: from happy gaming hello there allies is Game Does the Service officially dying? Godfall seems to be no. dead on arrival. No. And Avengers is already being considered a financial failure by Square Enix after a reported $67 million loss and having sold only 60% of their planned units. Whether or not this was overly ambitious from Square's perspective, it seems only a few years ago, every company wanted to jump on the gas bandwagon after the success of Fortnite Destiny, among others. These attempts, though, are constantly fighting a losing battle to stay relevant. Final Fantasy XV tried to dip in and ended up canceling their planned season of content. Anthem wanted to be Destiny, but didn't have an actual game until the last month of development. Radical Heights wanted to be Fortnite, but immediately evaporated and is no longer even playable after developer Bosky Productions went under. It feels like when a game is announced with the gas Model now, Gaz or gauze? Gauze? Gaz, Gaz, mm. Gaz. Games
1: as a service. Gasser.
0: Yeah, uh, it's already done and buried by the time it releases. Even given that many try to, uh, even given that many try to inspire hope with extended open betas and early access, should developers back away from this seemingly lucrative model? Is it enough to just make good games where we can play a single? play a single player or multiplayer before being done to pick up something else i feel like if studios continue on the trend they'll go bankrupt trying to get rich in the next big thing in a bubble that already burst three years ago let me respect brian from happy gaming
1: i mean that's the the answer to the to your query was was buried within there none of the the ones that failed were good games right (laughs) like that's the secret sauce is like you you can't just you can't just try to hop on the games as a service trend games can only be a service if they're good and people want to play them, so yeah. maybe make a game that's good and then hope you can transition it to games as a service if you want to go that route. But yeah, yeah. And I, mean, I mean, it is it, definitely hard to jump into though. I think
3: I, I think Avengers has the right ingredients, but it doesn't. It doesn't have enough content. Right. Like, yep. Like people would continue to play it Avengers if that stuff was coming out on a regular basis. You know, similar to how they're they're playing destiny but yeah
1: well and the weird thing too the the the, the kind of weird thing about this um payment model or whatever is that it's not always you're not always doa you know like uh, no man's sky and sea of thieves like fully turned it around yeah right siege so yeah Siege. yeah mm-hmm. division two um, still still rocking you know, they had to cancel
0: two. some stuff this year but
1: so it's like if you if you're if you're just good enough, and then you can push to get it really good, you can make it. But yeah, yeah if you come like, out trash, you're done. Warframe's huge.
3: Yeah.
0: Path man. of
1: Exile's huge. huge.
2: Yeah. Oh, Let's well, yeah. mention
0: mobile. My God, I mean that's yeah. that is mobile. Oh yeah. That's literally like the entire market. Interesting to see. Yeah. Interesting to see. Uh, skull and Bones, because that was like a really smart call on Ubisoft's part to be like, yep. compared to other things that we're doing, this is not ready, like at all. So we're not even going to pretend to like bring it back or talk about it, at, you know, put it in a montage at one of our press conferences. It just whew, like it doesn't exist. And then if you see Which it later. Which is bonkers
1: cool. for something that I thought was initially just, hey, we've got this ship combat thing from Black Flag. Let's just spin it out into its own thing yeah. yeah. real quick. Yeah. I respect that they're taking the time. They've done enough, right? yeah.
0: After after Siege and, and Division, you know, both 1 and 2, I think they were like, we know when this doesn't work. we Or, yeah. or we know when it's tough. Because that's the thing, yeah. like, I loved Avengers. I have no interest. Even in the game's current state, even if they make it better and add 20 more characters over the next two years, I just don't want to play that game with other people. It's just not... That's going to be slower, and that's the opposite of how that should be. You should want to play a multiplayer game with other people from a progression standpoint because... You know, you should want to raid with other people in Warcraft because we're going to breeze through this, the more, you know, higher level awesome players that I have. Whereas, like, there's just so much, these areas are so big in Avengers. It's just like, you're just going to take off over there and I'm going to want to go over there. And mm-hmm. it's just not, it's not going to work out. Um, strangely, like the hallway stuff in Avengers is actually like more, more directed and better to play multiplayer. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah, I was like, I'm going to bulk up cap and then go help people level up. And then I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm an idiot. No, yeah, I think they'll keep going. Uh, it's just, um, Especially with Destiny, man. I just keep hearing keep hearing people like mad with Destiny and then it's like, oh god, I fell in love with it again. You know, it's like they whatever that is, they figured that out.
1: That's the thing, just like just every third expansion, people. Destiny like yep. hits it again, and you're mm-hmm. like, damn it. Yep. It's like, it's like <laughs> James Bond. He's back. <laughs> He's back.
0: <laughs> Our final love and respect question from Cody Spencer. Hey allies. With the big game awards having just happened, I wanted to pay some respect to some categories that didn't make it into the big show. Here's some categories I came up with, and you will pick the winners. Feel free to ignore that any that will make up your Easy Allies Awards. P.S. When do we get a special video of Don trying to flip a pizza? Love and respect, Cody. The thing isn't that Don flips the pizza. He thinks that expert He just chefs believes pick, that yeah. people do. So he's got to yeah. find yeah. someone people at else
2: Spago that flips a pizza. Flip pizza? Do it. Yeah. D- for oh, someone dude, who was- worked with in a pizza place, I like never heard of that. I think <laughs> least, I, he was
1: he was adamant that, it, that that it was real. I mean,
2: maybe someone did yeah, it we'll somewhere. See, I guess it's a big
0: world.
1: Apparently, w- his friend who worked for Wolfgang Puck at Spago or some crazy thing.
0: There's some. I mean, maybe yeah. I guess I don't know. There's some guy in Italy. Of course, you flip with the pizza. All right, uh, I got I got nine <laughs> of these. The only one, the, the, the number nine, is the only one. I think we even we talked about maybe doing it in the Goaties, and then we then we kicked it. Uh, number one, best animal companion. Oh. Uh, maybe Iceborne. Uh, Raymond. Can't you get the fox in Tsushima?
1: Animal Crossing, dude. Like
0: uh, everybody. Oh yeah, it's like everybody Come in on. the game. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Come on, they're companions, they're animals.
0: Most realistic facial animations.
1: Wait, we didn't even get to answer Wait, yeah, that. Yeah, Sorry.
3: You just hopping in?
1: You all suggested something. But I mean, you Animal Crossing in. wins.
3: Yeah. Um, no, it doesn't preview. really fit, but it was like, I was looking through game's review, like, oh, man-eater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely
1: not that, because he's not a companion.
3: Yeah, he's not a companion. But I'm trying to think of a uh, good one. But I, don't, I don't have any. Top of animal. It's, it's just Animal Crossing. I guess. I saw that it's
0: Spirit Dog crossing. in the Tsushima
3: multiplayer. People were really digging. Mm. It's like a cooldown. Oh, the the bird and the pathless. Uh, there you go. Uh,
4: it's alright. Ah, uh.
0: most realistic facial animations. Hmm. Last of us. Yeah, Last of us is like good. Go One. to Last of
2: us. Ghost has the good animations in
1: Last of us are real good.
0: Yeah. Best melee weapon.
3: Mm.
2: Dude, I'm giving it to Buster Sword, hands mm. down, baby. What about Ghost
0: Runner? Maybe nominated. Yeah, the katana's Ghost cool. Yeah, pretty good. Samurai uh, sword for well, yeah. Then and and
3: and we, and we got all, like all of Demon Souls.
4: Yeah. Well, yeah, that's what I was Demon thinking. Souls. Oh, like Hades. Hades. Weapon. Hades has Hades. some really
1: good ones. The 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 Uji katana and Demon Souls pretty damn good. I'm gonna say Shit that. Shit
2: breaks too fast. Should breaks way too fast.
1: Nah.
0: Uh, best ranged weapon. Uh, I'm partial to Oh, shock.
2: it's so it's anything in Doom. I don't know something in Doom. Sure. yeah The shotgun with the grappling hook
0: on it's pretty sick. <laughs> uh, the Thor's hammer is also pretty fun because you just pin a guy yeah, to a wall. Yeah, that's true. That is fun. Anybody at any time. It just it works every time. You just boop, stay there. Um, best cutscenes. Also probably Last of Us. Uh, yeah. Mm
4: cutscenes.
0: Tell me why. Maybe whole game's a cutscene. <laughs>
1: last, last was pretty good cutscenes.
3: cutscene. I don't mean that. <laughs> I don't mean a that as scene. derogatory.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're just we're watching. Cutscenes a oh lot. Oh boy. Jolliest vibes. Probably Animal Crossing.
1: Animal Crossing. Yeah, that definitely is. One hundred percent. Yeah, and then Demon Souls.
2: No way, dude. It's all fantasy for me, man. Jolly's vibes? Yeah, dude. I'm I loving it. it Sector 7? Even after the
0: thing happens to all those people? Yeah. Jolly's vibes? Shits that makes jolly you jolly. Everywhere. You've also Shits got, got jolly. Paper
2: Mario. I haven't played it yet, blood.
1: Animal Crossing is more jolly than Paper Mario. Just, there's a string
2: of remake where you just walk down a hallway and hear people scream in pain. <laughs> yeah, it's jolly. What are you doing in... Just doing boring shit in Animal Crossing. It's not jolly.
1: Animal Crossing is not boring. It's quaint and darling.
0: Hardest <laughs> <laughs> game doing on the chores. hardest difficulty. Wait, what? what? The hardest game on the hardest difficulty. Oh, so a game that if you uh, crank it up all the way, Doom Eternal, Doom Eternal would I was going to say,
2: man. that's the one wow, I really cranked up that I can think of recently. even ben was New like, Game
1: Plus oof. on Demon Souls was surprisingly like New Game Plus on Demon game Souls block. is quite a leap. It's not a cakewalk like the other Souls games mm-hmm. like you roll
2: yeah, it's, it's New pretty, Game Plus. It's much harder, but I think
0: game. Doom is pretty good most immersive.
1: Most immersive not Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk.
0: No, it's not. Animal Crossing, uh, I don't know. Some hmm.
2: probably Half-Life: Alex. I don't know. Oh, probably probably so Half-Life: do Alyx. Oh, yeah, Half-Life: Half-Life so VR, yeah. for
0: sure. Good win, good win. And finally the thing that we considered but probably not going to be in our biggest surprise
2: hmm oh. biggest surprise biggest right. surprise
0: uh,
1: f- cyberpunk's sucking so hard yeah. but I wasn't surprised uh, phasmophobia but... oh
0: phasmophobia I didn't phasmophobia, yeah. among us. especially, especially among in the us. horror genre but like the thing is I played I played werewolf I played you know I played like right. secret yeah, hitler yeah, yeah. Like, right, right, I played right. kind of stuff Great, like part. that whereas like I played so many horror games that tried even like an inch of what phasmophobia did and was like this is so stupid I'm done with this and, like, the fact that that game horrified and made me crack up, like... Um, uh, is great, dude. <laughs> I was personally
2: really surprised by Hades. I haven't played a ton of their games yeah, before. Sure. And I was like, uh, eh, roguelike, eh, yeah, that's okay. They're okay. But that one really clicked with me.
0: Yeah, I'm surprised I, I, by
1: I, how much I like Grindstone right now. Yeah,
0: <laughs> All right. It's time to end this podcast. And there wasn't a bet last week, so that only means one thing. <gasps> It's time for Or Wars. Y'all ready? You know how this works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna whoever wants to go first goes first.
1: We all go at the same time.
0: No, we're going in order. Oh, we I thought it. you I meant the intro. I things. thought you meant the intro. Whoever, the whoever th- how does the, intro the best works. uh you know, yeah, yeah, the best yeah, yeah. pick, the best explanation of what they pick of these two these three verses okay. we will get to win this podcast. <clears throat> There's a bright golden haze on the meadow. There's a bright (laughs) golden haze on the meadow. The corn is as high as an elephant's
4: eye,
0: and it looks like it's climbing clear up to the oh. Oh
3: Oh, wait.
0: No, damn it.
3: No, you all of, go, of you botched it. Or, all of you no, botched it. it. No, you, you botched it. You didn't say you
0: botched it in because you couldn't help but criticize Bloodworth. You couldn't just be quiet and do it right. All of you botched it. I, no,
1: because you didn't finish saying wars, so I, I couldn't go I, or did wars. Did you actually fully explain that? No.
0: No. all of us on the podcast the
1: every single about- week. This is the thing I was talking about with We all do it at the same time Because he goes, or wars And then we all go, or wars But right. Blood did it earlier. You know that was like you twice didn't say a year wars. for everyone else
0: besides you, Jones It's been a while It's been since March
1: Good song choice, though Or wars But I think you botched it Or, or
0: wars. wars Nailed it Who wants to go first?
1: I'll go first
0: Riddick or Dominic Toretto?
1: Oh, Riddick <laughs> Except for Riddick in uh just in pitch black and then kind of in chronicles of riddick because he gets real problematic in riddick but uh i think that he's more fun dominic toretto weirdly takes everything too seriously all the time and not everything is about family damn it uh
0: <laughs> and a couple of weeks ago in the podcast you said the other two riddick films were problematic and i was like there were only two riddick no there weren't there are three, <laughs> there are three.
1: pitch black chronicles of riddick
0: and riddick yeah the next one's going to be called Rid. Who wants to go next? me. <laughs> sure. Oh, Blood Beach to it. The next Elden Ring trailer or the next Breath of the Wild 2 trailer?
3: Oh, the next Elden Ring trailer because uh you know, we really don't even know what the heck this thing looks like. Uh I yeah, I think it's going to be a big deal to see what this world is like. Um see what kind of the gameplay is like, see how much it diverges, and how much it keeps the same. Um, whereas, yeah, like we've we've already kind of gotten that that glimpse of breath of the world. There are a lot of questions, but I think there's even more questions about Elden Ring.
0: And Brad, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven for one hundred hours on old gen, or Just Dance twenty twenty one for one hundred hours on next gen. One hundred hours. Uh, Cyberpunk, because at least I would laugh at how dumb a lot of
2: thing is. I would get so bored playing Just Dance to those same songs, you know. After a while, like, man, I'm sick of hearing Katy Perry. I'm sick of this. But Lisa, maybe I'll see Keanu without a face or
0: something, and that'll make <laughs> me laugh. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get through this patreon.com/slash-the-allies plug, and then I'll decide who won that. Let me tell you, wonderful listeners, love and respect or not, about patreon.com/slash-the-allies. This is the last podcast that you will listen to in 2020. We did it, ladies and gentlemen.
4: We did, Yay. It. we did
0: it thanks to patreon.com slash that's where we are primarily supported uh i want to invite you to check out all of the tiers there is a huge library of tiers and you know it is a monthly pledge so if you want to jump in and check out one one tier and see if you you know like receiving fan mail or see if you like being a part of love and respect or silver lining on this podcast maybe we'll do a new segment haven't thought of one yet in 2021 um then, uh, you know, give it a shot. And then we would definitely appreciate that support and we definitely appreciate you telling other people about Patreon.com slash Easy Allies. If you decide, you know, maybe you don't want to be at that tier or you don't, you'd maybe drop down to the $1 tier and just get exclusive shows. Totally understandable. I think the best that we could possibly ask for is that you just go and check it out. Lots of stuff gets posted there that does not get posted on our YouTube channel or on our official website or that we stream on Twitch. So lots of fun things awaiting you on Patreon.com slash Easy Allies. You can also go there to check out our shout out tier see the people that are at the number of people at least that we have at that shout out tier we're going to shout them out for the last time this year ian you're going first i'm going second brad you're going third and blood you are going last shout out to caleb Togi crawford l fannis greg the dark knight kettering jesse blue stephen thomason and nick shout, shout out. out shout, shout out. out wonderful Brad, you won. Yay. You get to promote any Easy Allies video you'd like to promote. You get the final word on anything you disagreed with, want to reiterate, or just popped into your head, and you get to sign off with your trademark sign-off. Ian, you did it. <laughs> you did it. All right. You've been saving that. Um,
2: <laughs> I feel I was too harsh on Animal Crossing. The world is super jolly. I can't deny that. Even though that game is not for me, it is a good vibes game, and I see the appeal of it. Uh, that's my final word promote any video any video oh man so we're in the future right now so i don't know what's around i'll say check out ben's cyberpunk review though worked really hard on that it's a meaty boy Mm -hmm. so check it out it's a good review and yeah ian's an awesome giraffe or a freaky giraffe right now so yeah for listeners Mm -hmm. just so they know for listeners yeah you don't want to you don't want to see it yeah
4: you don't want to see
2: it and yeah that's it be excellent to each other everybody I tested this game before it came out.
1: You just have to go through life like I do, where you believe yourself to be the arbiter of good.